0: Right. to the rap mobile let's go supposed to say Mikey, not (laughs) Marshall. We're we're fucking up the audio, team. Can't be editing these, mate. (laughs) Welcome in, you're listening to another episode of a Keep the Change podcast designed to get you thinking differently, and this one is certainly going to do that. Mikey, it is good to see you, as always, in the studio. It's time to get down to business. Mikey, math is coming at you, mate. Oh, baby. (laughs) Before we start, Mikey has launched a big series of content. He's spent over $10,000 easily, I think. Is that right? Can we say that? Probably a lot more than that? Fifty. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making content? Yeah. Already or the next twelve months?
1: Uh no. I think at the moment it's at about fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Nice. F- fifteen and quarter basically.
0: Fifteen G's on making videos to help people get educated about mortgages, finance, all sorts of shit. Yep. What's going to impact your your loan? That yep. epic. Um, we just saw a good one Pop up I said oh this is a good one like Oh what is that out So <laughs> if you've been paying Paying someone for the uh, Distribution Which is nice Because distributing content Is fucking hard work at it's time Yeah consuming. man you must do A lot of it eh Man it, uh, yeah, it's Yeah it's something I do need to get better at Trying to get some of that Shit off my plate Because um Getting to the point where it's not. I do like to post it, but it's also fuck, it's time consuming. Um, but go and check Mikey's stuff out. You're on TikTok these days as well, you're on Instagram at mortgage performance. Yeah,
1: and then just Mikey Smith or Mikey Smith NZ everywhere else. You'll find him. Yep. You'll find him. Yep. Everywhere,
0: and mate. Have a look at his 15 grand worth of videos. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> go. I like that, mate. That is super horny. Yeah. I like that. Is ah oh, Jesus, I love the content game. Okay, but today we're gonna be talking about why the business tax rules, well, how tax rules are set up to favour businesses, not individuals. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you learn this, the sooner you can figure out how to get onto the right side of the ledger.
1: Yeah, man, this, once I, I was in business before I started to learn about this shit. Yeah. And as I was starting to learn about it, I was like, mind blowing compared to, I just, it's such a big advantage.
0: Yeah, and it's you're not gonna learn it at school no. because unless you study accounting, you'll learn some of the concepts. You might learn what's deductible and stuff. But often again, and I know not ragging on my teacher mates because <coughs> they'll be listening to this, but they're not gonna teach you about this shit. They don't like mm. they're not there's nothing there's nothing wrong with them. So why would they teach you about accounting and tax laws? They're not mm. gonna know about it. They don't want to study that shit. It's boring. Um, and so there's not many teachers of this. And I think that the simplest way to look at it is that in New Zealand, if you are a PAY student, P-A-Y-E, income tax earner. That means that you're in a job, you get paid a salary and you pay tax on that. There's only really two things you can claim. One is income protection insurance as an expense. Yep. And then the other is help getting someone to help you file your tax return. So let me just explain to you what claiming expenses is so that you can get the understanding of that before we get deeper into this topic. Now, You're a PAYE salary income earner and you get income protection insurance that is tax deductible. There is a form that isn't before the people mention, oh, but what about this? What it means is that you pay, let's say you pay $2,000 a year for income protection insurance. And what that means is that should you not be able to work, it's going to kick in and you're going to get this insurance. Now, when you get that insurance, that's going to be a form of income and you're going to have to pay tax on it. That is why the expense in the meantime is a tax deductible expense. What that says is say you earn $70,000 a year and you pay $2,000 of that money towards some sort of insurance, income income protection insurance, then you're only going to have to pay tax on $68,000 of income, mm. not seventy, mm. Because you're still going to need to pay tax on that income if you are to trigger that down the track, so that's why it's tax deductible. So you're paying, you'll probably, through your job, you'll still get taxed, on seventy grand worth of income, but then you're putting your claim for your two thousand dollars of an expense, and that is going to mean that oh you've probably overpaid your tax because you should have only paid tax on sixty eight, not seventy. Then again, the same thing for if you got a mate who's an accountant or something, you said hey you know can you help me file this tax return? They go you'll yeah, be three hundred bucks. Then that's going to decrease the income that you need to pay tax on as well. So that's about it. That's about the only two things you can claim when you're an employee that are going to help decrease the level of income that you are making and that's just the rules that's how they are
1: Mm, crazy eh and then if we want to list off the things that you can flame on in a business we don't have enough days left in our lives
0: exactly and that is what kiwis don't get taught yeah but slowly they will learn more because a lot of people are doing side hustles, they're uh, doing independent contracting. I
1: actually think like more contracting's happening and these side hustles and things, I think that's one of the the hidden pieces that don't really get talked about, that people will be forced to learn that open their eyes. Yes. Not just the how to sell or you know how to generate an income, it's the other stuff behind it and you're like, oh shit, mm. this mobile phone, I'm buying that with pre-taxed money. And then I'm paying for the minutes with pre-taxed money. And it starts being like, you know, half of your life ends up before tax money. Yep. At least I've got to be careful what I say. Actually, I'm very, very careful with my stuff. Yeah. Make sure I do it the right way. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so much stuff. Like this laptop that I'm looking at here, this, this iPad, this is, a, this is one of my things for my business. Mm. Um. And right now, I mean, technically I'm working right now, but I don't. I can also not use it for work.
0: You might have an hour on a plane where you've got an iPad in front of you and you're writing down ideas about how you can be a better person for society. Yeah. Still on the same iPad. Yeah. Not going to then have to carve out, oh, well, that's 3% not yeah. tax deductible.
1: Yeah, but but my business is, owns this, you know. Yeah. So it's quite interesting, man. Like, it's a real eye-opener. Mm. Um, the fuel that goes in my car. Um, you know, it's crazy. It's like... I can just because of that if someone took away my mortgage business tomorrow I would never go back to being an employee
0: really because of the tax rules
1: just yeah just because of like being an employee seems like such a disadvantage to me yep you have no control over your income and you don't have any of these advantages that are legal
0: to, to help drill this into people more think about property and let's think about the last 10 years again Favoured by the tax rules. What it says is that previously, if you bought a property and you rented it out, there was a form of a business. You could Mm. claim the repairs. You could claim the rates. You could claim um, repairs, again, would be questionable. People like doing them up to try and add more value. Oh, no, it's just a repair. Oh, is it, though? Insurances. Um, Yeah, insurances. The interest to to run that business, that rental... And those things are slowly being unwind, but you just got to look at these in blocks and go, huh, okay, interesting property. They're they're favouring that with the tax rules. What tax rules are designed to do are get people to be encouraged to operate in that space. Now, that is why you can claim expenses in let's look at property to start with because they're like, well, we need more houses. We need rentals and shit. So they're like, well, hopefully then people will do this at Mm -hmm. scale and therefore we'll we'll put tax incentives in for doing that and then things get tinkered with as we go but in my what am I maybe like 15 years in my accounting space nothing's changed for people nothing's changed for employees and this is where I just think it's the world has changed so much but the rules haven't changed but property again now it's changing but then you look at commercial property okay Mm. same thing you can still claim all of that shit and then what they did going into COVID is that they said well you can also claim depreciation On a commercial building. Mm. What that means is it's a non-cash expense. Say you've got a building that's worth, let's just say it's worth a million dollars, you lease that baby out, you're going to have your lease income, you're still going to have interest perhaps, you're going to have repairs, you're going to have maintenance, you're going to have leasing agents, all sorts of different shit, bank fees, interest, and then they say, well, you can claim depreciation. Well, what's depreciation? Okay, what we're going to say is that that million dollar building, it's going to decrease in value by about 2% each year. Cool. 2% 2% of a million dollars, $20,000 that is a $20,000 non-cash expense you don't actually have to pay that you get to recognise as an expense. So now we have our total lease income, minus all the expenses, minus the depreciation, our profit might be XYZ, that's what we have to pay tax on. Of course in there there's probably a few trips up from wherever you live to go and inspect the building and make sure it's all good, Uh, and there's probably some other expenses along the way, or you probably need your mobile phone so that you can ring uh, (laughs) all of the tenants and make sure that they're paying their bill, you're going to need some power, you're going to need some internet to be sending those invoices out. So all the things that you're paying for, if they have a relationship back to you generating income, could well be tax deductible. And that's where I think employees get fucked. Because a lot of employees in this day and age invest their own money, which is after-tax money, and so they say they make 100k, they have 75 in the hand by the time they pay tax and ACC, and they invest that into things. They think, you know what, like, I reckon reading this book could make me a better human. All right, right, got to pay for that out of your 75K. When Luke pays for it, he pays for it out of pre-tax dollars. Mm. When you pay for it as an employee, because I'm like, no, this is professional development, and I'm bound by my Chartered Accounting Institute to do professional development. Oh, it costs 25 bucks for that book. No worries. <clears throat> Swipe faster at Paper Plus because I'm like, well, I need to learn this shit. It's going to help me uh, be better in business and hopefully generate and add more to the economy. So... Then people have gone, well, I need to look after my mental health and those types of things. And so you you may be able to find like a business psychologist, and that's probably a tax-deductible expense, maybe, depending on the way you're doing it in a business. You want to go see a psychologist out of your 75K, sorry, 250 bucks a session, not mm. tax-deductible. So there's all these sort of grayish areas where you realize like, ah, business owners do have when they can get it going right, because they still need to spend the money, remember, so it's not just like, oh, they just keep doing what they want. yeah. But to go back to the original point, the reason that we have these rules set up like that is to encourage people into that space because the government of any time, because remember, this tax isn't new, it's not Labour, it's not national, it's, I think, post the World Wars, it's like, well, we want you to step into that space and you to do that for us because we can't do all of that. So, Mm. Luke, like the government aren't going to set up a whole heap of accounting practices and do that shit. They're like, well, if you want to do that in business, then that's okay, you can claim these expenses. But there has to be a relationship back to generating income. Same with commercial property, same with residential property. It's awesome, eh? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, residential property is getting fucked at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're changing that, aren't they? But, yeah. you know,
0: national might change it back, who knows?
1: Who knows? Um, But, yeah, I just think um, it would it would devastate me going back the other way. Mm. I reckon if I had to go be an employee and not even be able to like pay for gas with my <laughs> pre-tax money, yeah. I just wouldn't even understand that way of life anymore. I'm so ingrained in it that it's normal for me. Um, and it, it just becomes second nature. But, man, the advantages, I think, are huge. It is. Um, I mean, my first two years in business, I don't think many people would have done what I did. So, in a way, I kind of deserve it, but also it's just the rules.
0: Yeah. You've done nothing illegal. Like, we're not saying do anything blurring the lines here. Like, all of this yeah. shit is just, this is literally playing within the rules.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, like my work car, and then when my cargo gets serviced, right? Same thing. Mm. Vehicle maintenance. Yep. Um, all of these things, such a, just an advantage. So, I think everyone should just go and start a business and (laughs) get moving.
0: (laughs) The problem is that business isn't for everyone, and that's where this gets tricky. But you do have to sort of accept that if you are destined for the PAYE route, you're going to get, I just use the word fucked basically Mm. a little bit, because the rules do not favour you. So then what you've got to do, I reckon, is you've got to go, well, what what can I do? And it could be speaking to your employer about, hey, is there a chance that I could get a company vehicle? Mm. Don't know. What you need to understand on the other side of that too is if a business gives you a company vehicle, they're paying what's called fringe benefit tax, and Mm. money mail, I'm going to do a money mail on that, and so it it costs them a shitload to give you a vehicle that's available for private use. They're getting smashed by tax. It could be, shit, look at this income protection insurance or this life insurance that I pay for. I wonder if I could get my employer to pay for that. If they pay for all these benefits, they're going to get taxed on their side, Mm. so they're going to be like, "Mm, should I, shouldn't I? Or it could be, hey, I'm working from home a little bit, is there an allowance that I could get that's not taxable? And there is a bit of an allowance that you can get non-taxable from your employer to help contribute to the cost you have working from home. So you want to go and study, well, what levers can I pull on this side? The other way you can think about it is, are you destined for business, for instance? And if you are, then you've got the advantage of tax rules coming your way. I just look at simple things, sitting in this office, and I think, oh, that ergonomic computer chair that I have over there. Mm. Great, tax deductible expense. Rolled in here today, a couple of reapers for us. Mm. Man, when I go to a cafe and pay for an Arepa out of my personal money, I'm like, fuck, that thing's $8 a bottle. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> but, you know, when they're in here for clients and, you know, I can roll in and ha- have one and it's just like, okay, sweet. It, it still has to be paid for. So I'm not saying just spend a dollar to save $0.30 cents in tax. I exactly, never... you have to be careful of that because that yeah. is the... <laughs> yeah and, and I often say to clients and I feel like a client's left us because of this because I push back so hard they said they keep asking me how do I pay less tax I said you know what you're focusing on the wrong fucking thing you need to think about how you can make some more money I'm like yeah. you want to stay poor keep asking me how yeah. to pay less tax and I can guarantee you're going to still end up back here asking me how do we pay less tax yeah. and I don't think they like that and you I got the old how
1: you need to pay more tax <laughs> yeah, that, yeah
0: that is the correct mindset but what you understand to pay more tax you have to invest more back into your business and then buy more shit hmm people, things that they need, their education, levelling them up, solving problems, um, buying or having office space, for instance, like, who knows, you know, we've got an econ on at the moment, well, that's, that's not free, no. but it's necessary, so there's costs that come with businesses, but if you can run it and do it successfully, which not everyone can, you can you, you're playing in a completely different ballpark of rules that you have not been taught.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that's probably, I reckon I got into my, it was probably like 12 months into my fir- yeah, first year, I still, I understood the basics of like, don't spend as much as you earn, but I had really had no idea about looking at a and l and stuff properly. Yeah. Um, and it's a really big wake up call, eh? I just think that because we've never ever learned about it, mm. Um. You said before that you might learn it in it, mate. I did accounting in fifth form. They didn't teach you shit. I, I didn't learn it. Yeah. Oh they probably did, but I probably wasn't listening, but
0: <laughs> You probably don't learn <laughs> it until you get into it. And I don't yeah, that's I what think i it's a doing thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um Start to look at everything a bit differently. You do, you do. Yeah. Like Um I'm still of the headspace, like if I don't need it, I don't buy it. But when I needed new fancy computer screens in my office, those big curve buggers like you've got up there. Mm. Like, it's a ni- It's an easier decision.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. an easier
1: decision for me because I'm like, this is going to increase my productivity. The business is going to pay for it. You know, like, yep. it's not me at home for, like, my gaming station because I know you love gaming. <laughs> <laughs> cool, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it, it just, it becomes like, you know, they're listed on my depreciation schedule and it's just a, it's almost like a second, you have a second life. Yeah, You get like your first life is your personal life and your second life is your business life and you kind of run them side by side but they have different things you
0: know. Often I'll go to meetings with potential clients or with um, you know people I can learn from they're business meetings. We might have a beer, we might have a meal I don't often have a beer to be fair anyway I've kind of gone the other way usually eat, might have coffee or whatever Luke's not paying for that out of his personal pocket. It's paid for by the business. It's tax deductible. Because there is a chance that that will lead to business in the future. It may not be 100% deductible. It might come under entertainment rules, only be 50% tax deductible. But it does, it feels different when you're like, oh great, I don't have to pay for this uh, myself. Even, you know, noise cancelling headphones for me. They've Mm. become... um, they've become a game changer. I didn't realise how much value they could add to my life. Mine are getting a bit ratty. Taz said to me, oh, I might buy you a pair for Christmas. I said, don't worry about yeah, doing that. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> the business can pay for that as a tax-deductible yeah. expense. Yeah, Because yeah. that's... So that
1: changes y- around how certain things work in your life too, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm
0: cranking those to meet with clients, to learn, to block <laughs> out the noise, to, to get through shit. And they become a business expense and a business... Item of use Not just personal
1: At home on my smart TV mate There's All of these things Netflix and neon And all this shit Down the bottom And then there's YouTube YouTube premium With no ads
0: Business deductible <laughs> Yeah
1: There's only one thing In that bottom line That is a business expense Yep But It gets used the most mm. Like I hardly ever use Netflix and shit Compared to My YouTube premium Um, And it's just Personal development right Like that $15 a month, fuck, it's been so valuable to my business. I cannot even explain.
0: Yeah, that's that's like you paying for an online university. Basically, That's where yeah, you go do your yeah, study.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and man, like, everyone else is paying with their after-tax income for YouTube premium. Well, most people won't, and they have to sit through 15 seconds of ads every time they want to watch a YouTube video. Yeah. Man, I could not go back to that. It would be painful. So, like, those types of things are invaluable. Um. Actually, YouTube, I think, premium, provides so much value. If I was an employee, I would do it anyway.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: just easy. Just like I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I can't believe that I didn't do this earlier, but I'm paying for it monthly now, and it's a business expense.
0: Now there's this other piece, which is interesting, a lot of people wouldn't have learned about, home office expenses. Mm. Now what this means is that for a lot of people, especially when you get started in business, <coughs> excuse me, they will work from home, and so the tax rules allow you to claim a percentage of all of your home office expenses as a tax-deductible business expense. So what that means is that the area that you use for business divided by the total area of the house you have equals your percentage you can claim. And that might be 10 to 15%. So each year, what business owners can do is they can say, well, my total internet for home was this, and that's probably usually 50% claimable anyway. Uh, My interest on my my mortgage. mortgage... yeah. Or my total rent was this, and this has been great for renters because rents have been historically high compared to interest rates because interest yeah. rates have been going the other way. Um, or my maybe my rates or even like oh, I did some repairs to my office area. You know, there's some great areas with this, but let's just stick to the, the easier pieces. Uh insurance is for my place. Yep. And uh what else? Like power. And you go oh, cool. That yeah. totals up to let's say that's twenty thousand dollars for the year. Cool, fifteen uh, percent of that I think is three thousand dollars. That'd be right. Ten percent. Yeah, that's be, a- yeah. So three grand. And so yeah. then that's a tax deductible expense that they're not paying tax on. So let me tell you or show you uh, what that could do. So say you had uh, an, a job or you're working from home type thing was you're making a hundred k a year in, in total income, and then you had maybe 30 grand of expenses to make that. Okay, great, then you're going to be paying tax on $70,000. But then we can put this home office piece in there as well, which is our minus three grand, which is shit you already had to pay for anyway, but now a portion of it's business-related, just under the rules. So now you're paying tax on $67,000, not $70,000. Mm. And Which means you're paying less tax. Yeah, and that is at 30%. So that's basically saving you $900 in tax. Yep. So there's $900 that you don't need to pay because of the way that the rules work. Now, a lot of employees are working from home too. Mm. They, they can't do this.
1: $900 is... Not good. to be sneezed at. Yeah, it's a good chunk That's of money. It's an emergency
0: hey. fund for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So That's one third of the average <coughs> savings balance for Kiwis.
1: Yeah. I think the only main difference is that... And the reason why it's not... I think, I think just business in general is quite hard... Yeah, and it's a lifestyle. Yep. Um so if, yeah, not everyone's going to like it anyway. You might just like the security of having a regular paycheck every Thursday, you know, and that's quite nice to have. Um and but yeah, man, the advantages are
0: crazy. Yeah, and we're not here to say look, look, you should go out and start a business, but I am. <laughs> Mikey is, but yeah. this could be one of those things where you realize like, "Oh, I didn't know anything about that," and I think it's um you know, a good topic to discuss and have some understanding of and, and actually be aware of it because it could be the final thing that makes you go, shit, maybe I should give this a crack. The Where it gets grey, I think, a little bit is that people are wanting to do side hustles and so they're wanting to claim all these expenses... Like, oh, okay, well, I might go buy some noise-canceling headphones that I've never been able to have, or I might go and do this, or buy some podcast equipment and start a podcast. It's like, yeah, but are you going to make any money from your podcast? Mm-hmm. Like, probably not. Um, so you, you're going to invest five grand of your after-tax money already into the side hustle that can it generate you income? And that's why we're always so big on pick something that actually puts money back into your bank account. And that, that should be the focus of a side hustle first, is use your skills to be able to create money to actually increase your bank balance, not like, oh, yeah, but, you know, at least I got to claim the expenses on it. Fuck that. Like, yeah, but it, does, it that doesn't does doesn't, doesn't go really backwards. improve your life. Nah, if nah. you're going backwards, yeah. then, you know, it doesn't matter. And, and clients, even in business, will say this. They'll say, oh, you know, is, is there anything I could buy before 31 March to bring my tax down? And it's like, mate, you made 200K. Like, what are you, you going to go and buy? Like, oh, my, you know... Oh, no, I don't know Can you just tell me Some magical hack And it's like Well you're now At the stage where You're wanting to Spend a dollar It is a weird one There's
1: something about it That people seem to be Obsessed with um, In regards to that Like I, I need to f- Figure out how to Fuck the tax man Like mm. if you just Stop putting your e- That much Take all the effort That you put into Thinking about that Into growing your income And growing your business Yeah Way better scenario Yeah just, and- You just If you make a million
0: dollars You're gonna
1: pay tax Yes. Fuck.
0: Yeah. And, and you would play you the game differently as well. Yeah. Because, so let me give you an example for myself recently. So I've got a couple of uh, KTC sponsorships across the line at a couple of grand, right? Mm. So in my head I'm like, oh man, great, got got uh, four grand. So, okay, four grand. Oh, Luke, you're in the top tax bracket, sweet. There goes $1,600 to tax. Mm. And I'm like, well... I don't need the four grand. I don't need the after-tax two-four. This, like, is, this uh,
1: is just what I've done with marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. see exactly where you're going. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, no, I shouldn't... Like, that sounds bad because I, I don't want to... I seen that last time, like, oh, I'm buying fucking $500 Gucci sunglasses and now I'm saying, oh, I don't, <laughs> don't need the money. But it, it's... I reword this. It's... I'm not like, okay, I've got past the level of needing a side hustle to, to be able to, yeah. you know, to really matter. I'm like, I'm playing a bigger game. So I'm like, okay, well, I can... Collect, my. I can pay my $1,600, and I can be left with 2400 And that was an older version of Luke. It's like, fucking great. Mm. Cool, I'm going to put the tax aside, and I'm going to do it. The new version of Luke is like, 4K. Fuck, I might drop 500 on TikTok ads. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, my, I'll just spend those in seven days. Ooh, boom. I'll, I'll, I will punch those Spotify ads. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll commit a grand to that over the next two months. <laughs> and so then my four grand's gone down by a grand already because – The income is four grand. I've got a Spotify expense of a thousand. I've got a TikTok expense of five hundred. And so now, for me, from that four grand, I'm now only left with two thousand five hundred dollars, and that's what I'd be paying tax on. Yeah. But there's a high chance I'll be like, oh, maybe I should. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because for me, it's a I'm going to spend this to invest in making a bigger amount in the future. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, okay. I need some better processes around this. What else What else can I be doing? Uh, and so I will probably deploy that entire four grand. But I'm not spending a dollar to to avoid paying the tax. I'm like, nah, I'm investing this into the next version yeah, of what yeah. this could be. And then one day I'll do a podcast and be like, guys, just landed a $40,000 uh, sponsorship Yeah, yeah. And it would be like How did that happen And yeah. you know, I'll be like Fuck now I'm going to Employ someone <laughs> You know I'm going to Put that money into Then hiring someone To do 10 hours a week Of just punching And repurposing the content And yeah. it's like Oh what's that going to cost you Oh that's probably going to Cost me 20 grand Over the next year Oh so your profit's not 40k It's actually only 20 Now you're going to be Paying 40% tax on that Effectively Bang there goes 8k Luke's left with 12 Yeah So that's what happens To a $40,000 sponsorship In my head
1: Yeah 100% And um, I think it, When you get to the Sort of point where, like, whether you make, you know, just as round, round numbers, whether you make 200000 or 220000 it doesn't really matter. Mm. Like, you're not in a position, if you sorted out your personal life and you're not in a position of needing to make credit card payments, you have savings and all that, and you can take on these risks. Um, you start thinking in a longer-term picture, right, and you're quite happy to spend that money on this marketing stuff and there's an end goal and it's all going towards, like, something that's going to be really valuable one day. Yeah. And you won't pay tax on that if you sell it.
0: Yeah, it's, well, that's a great point too. <laughs> Businesses, <laughs> <a big> <laughs> if you can start a business and you can sell it on, then you can get a a tax free sale of that business because we don't have a capital gains tax here and I've done a podcast on this but as a very quick example, say you set up a selfie station type business where people can come to you and hire a selfie station and then they can have it at their wedding or at their booze up or at their Christmas party or whatever and they pay you for that and then you have your expenses around that, you build up the equipment and then you decide I don't want to do this anymore, you don't just go fuck I'm just going to throw this in the bin, you list it on Trade Me or you post it on social media and you say hey hey, really want to keep this going, to your 8,000 followers that you've kept up, and you say, would anyone be interested in buying this? Someone comes along and goes, yeah, I'd love that as a business. That'd be great. Oh, here's 100K, here's 200K. And you go, great, you get all of that shit. They give you the 200K, and you go, hey, what's the tax on that? And the answer is usually nothing. Yeah,
1: that's crazy, eh? Yeah. That's so cool. The fact that you can build something up from zero, started with basically zero, and build it up, and then sell it one day and not pay any tax on it. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that turns me on, eh?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's again, it's another layer or yeah. level that you don't learn. And I've seen a dude sell a business, a pretty simple type business for millions. Yeah. And he's just like, wow, you know, international investment type company. Yeah. And just come along and just sort of like, how, how did this happen? Yeah, yeah. He was ready-ish to get out. Uh, and I've seen dudes do this in the trade space as well. And they go... Well, maybe my identity isn't tied to this business. I don't need to like. I don't need to be doing this. I could go do something different, and they sell it, and they've just fuck. Look at all this coin. I get to sit. That's on. It's crazy, eh? Like me thinking about. I don't
1: have like a time that I want to sell my business, but I don't know. I might just never sell it. But one day when I do, I know what it's worth, and I know what that would feel like, eh?
0: Didn't you buy? Can we say this? You bought a business for over half a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So you. I spent 700 grand. On okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't mind. <laughs> so Mikey buys a business for 700K. Yeah. That dude cashes out 700Gs. Yeah. He's like, here you go, Mikey. Here's all the shit that I built in that time.
1: He got 100% of the money that I transferred to him. Yeah.
0: I was going to get clipped by the ID or Warrior anything. might fuck him a little bit. Excuse my French. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, basically that's all his. No tax. No. Nah, that's yeah.
1: pretty cool, eh?
0: And that that won't be around forever. Just about guarantee you that in the next 10 to 15 years, there will be uh, capital gains types Type situation. You hear rumours of it, day, eh? but it's a massive political football. I think is the yeah, terminology, mate.
1: I think, I think they could probably get away with talking about it for a while because people don't understand it. But once there was good hearty debate around it, I think they'd have a hard time.
0: Yes, yeah, and how they do it? It will take years to get put into practice oh because the rule, like everyone will have their say. The funniest things, the loudest people, will be the people that are the soonest to die. Yeah, they'd have
1: a. They'd also doing that. um, (laughs) They managed to pull it off against property, but the people in business, they would be. If you're going to do that, like if government's going to do that and try and tax the sale of a business, you're going up against the smartest people. Mm. You're these are the these are the top tier people in your economy. Yep, business owners. They're smarter. Sorry, property guys you guys are idiots compared to the guys that run companies it shout out to Scott hope you're right mate <laughs> 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 no he's a company as well yeah, yeah different different thing I'm just talking about like a, a rental property you Yeah, know, like houses go up in value and I sell it and make capital gain that's not smart that's just market dynamics and you timing it well um, but yeah you'd be I reckon you'd have a real hard time at getting that through mm. I honestly do I think
0: um, yeah you can't I don't know. We'll see, mate. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good breakdown of why it, why the tax rules are set up to, to not favour employees, basically. And there's a few things you can do, and we've touched on those earlier, so you want to really commit to those if you're going to stay on the employee route mm. for your life.
1: Yeah, I think, and just quickly, what you said earlier, it's really important. The reason this stuff's in place is because the government doesn't want to and can't do it. Yes. So... no business bashing please yeah it's better for the country if we have the free market take care of a lot of things um with all this climate change talk I didn't see the government coming out with an electric car I saw Elon do it oh that's a good point a free market capitalist pulled it off would you trust Jacinda to look after climate change or Elon interesting you know like there's a there's a difference here um and I think they know that and that's why the rules are set up the way they are yeah um I think they should tax us less, (laughs) but no, no. But that's exactly why it is because generally, the the ninety five percent of the population that isn't in government is going to have be more entrepreneurial and solve more problems than the little five percent bracket that is in the government. Got you. Um, So yeah, rock and roll, just smash it.
0: Rock and roll. If you're thinking about starting a side hustle, don't get all like, oh, I'm going to be able to claim all these expenses. That's where it does get a bit interesting too. Like we, Some of these examples we're talking about fully fledged businesses, not just, oh, okay, 10 grand of extra income and now you're going to try and claim all of your power and your internet and <laughs> uh, when you really 90% of your time is actually spent on your job. So you do need to be a bit careful about that. But again, this is one of those areas where... These answers ain't coming. They ain't just going to turn up in your inbox one day Mm. or the IRD ain't going to send them to you. Your boss Mm. ain't. like This is known by few and this is the sort of shit you want to try and understand because it can actually dramatically change your life. Just like the person that messaged in and they're happy being an employee, that's their thing, great, and they're like, huh, maybe I should ask for a company vehicle. And so then that's the decision or the action that they go and take off the back of learning about some of these things.
1: Yeah. Going from a having a personal car on finance to getting a company vehicle is like a giant tax cut. That's yep. like from paying tax to not paying tax. <laughs> and
0: amazing. If you work for a smaller business, maybe have a yarn to your the business owner, if you get on with them well, been like, Hey, I've just been learning about how you can claim expenses in business. Like what sorts of things can you claim? Like how do you go about it? What do you know? The thing that is very dangerous too is that there's rules and laws, and then laws are always interpreted differently by different people.
1: Yeah, just don't even don't even get into the grey area, is my rule. Like, yeah, it's like, not worth it. Yeah, It'll nah. just slow
0: you down. Nah. So just be careful if you are in business too and people are saying, oh, well, this, I can claim this and I get to claim my bloody jet ski or something and it's like, yeah, but your accountant's probably like backing that out at the end of the year through drawings. But like, you're not fucking claiming it. Your business might be paying the people repayments on the know, loans yeah. or whatever, but you know, you, you don't know what's really nah, going on. Don't going just trust your the barroom expenses. advice. Yeah, radio mate, some good stuff there. Hopefully people learn a bit. I'm sure they will. Eminem to take us back out. Business. Most hardest, most honest, known artists Chip off the your block, but old Doc is back Looks like Batman brought his own Robin Oh God, don has got his own riding With his own private plane, his own pilot Set the blow, college, door move doors on The hinges, oranges, peach past, plums, oranges Yeah, here I come, my minions. the.